It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Touchdown, Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Rams Nation, happy Friday. This is James Kroger from Rams Podcast, but this is Locked On Rams. And guess what? I have a special guest. Bear. Oh, hey! Your regular host is here, and we are ready to rock you into the week. And Bear, how you doing? Dude, I'm doing great. Killed it on the intro. Thanks so much. Every once in a while, you know, gotta gotta pass it on and let let someone else take over. Let the master do it. That's right, James. It's the Friday edition of Locked On Rams. It's brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Don't forget to head over there. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, and that's going to get you 100% of your deposit matched right away. I'll be going there in two weeks' time to put down some Super Bowl bets. They also have some awesome prop bets and a create-your-own-prop bet, which I'll tell you a little bit later in the show. But let's talk some football. I promised you guys yesterday, if you hung on to the end and listened to the whole thing, uh, that we are going to be doing a Locked On award show across the network. All the teams voted on uh, different categories as far as MVP, Coach of the Year, Offense, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie, Offense and Defensive Player of the Year, Executive of the Year, Most Improved, and Special Teams Player of the Year. So we kind of threw this out there, went back and forth, kind of let everyone vote, and it was pretty interesting to see the results, so I thought I'd go over them with you. James, you actually didn't vote, so this is the first time you've seen this as well, so I kind of want to... Uh, one, get your opinion on who you would have voted for. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about the winner and then see if you thought there should have been someone else there. All right, let's do it. All right. Do you got anything for me before we get going, or you want to just jump right in? Nope. No? Good, good. All right, let's see. Where do we want to start with? You want to just do Coach of the Year? Just get one of the big ones right out. We'll yeah, just go, go down the line here. So we'll do right. Coach of the Year. Your choices are Sean McVay. Duh. Uh, Mike Zimmer, Minnesota. Doug Peterson of Philadelphia, Doug Marone of Jacksonville, and then, you know, I guess, Belichick. yeah, the GOAT, Bill Belichick. Uh, it's hard to just always not be Coach of the Year when you're just it's going to Super Bowl. It's a lifetime achievement. Yeah, award, exactly. Not Coach of the Year. So, all right, give me your choice. I mean, let, or do you want to guess who won? What do you want to do? Who, who you got? Well, I, I don't I think everybody knows who I would pick. Yeah. Um, Pretty no-brainer, right? I'm going to probably guess that McVeigh won. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Um, did he win by margin or was he, it? He did kind of uh, clean house. Uh, I guess it could have been bigger, but he brought in 73% of the vote. And then, you know, people went Bill Belichick behind that. <laughs> really? Okay. Yep, 15%. And then from there, it was Doug Peterson. All right. So, yeah. I, okay, if I'm going to take my Rams hat off and my my Rams t-shirt and my Rams socks real fast. Okay. And just uh, play a little devil's advocate, especially when I realized that Bill Belichick got second in this yeah. equation. Is, you know, to argue for Doug, for Doug Peterson just okay. because of what he actually has gone through during the season. You know, one, got to give him credit. He beat the team that knocked the Rams out. Mm-hmm. Um, two, he lost Carson Wentz, who killed it this season. He lost a left tackle, middle linebacker, running back, yep. and a kicker. And he's taken Nick Foles, who scored three touchdowns and no interceptions last week, to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, yeah, we had an amazing turnaround. No argument. I'd still go for McVay because I'm McVay about yeah. McVay all day. But, you know, seeing Bill Belichick at number two, it's kind of like, why? I mean. Yeah, well, one, this was before playoffs. 
So this came out. We did this a little bit ago. So uh, I think the whole playoff run, maybe people didn't put it into. They kind of had Eagles losing the first round, and what it was was the regular season. So it took like two weeks to process this info? No, it was the regular season awards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, just like all the awards, right? All these awards that will be given out will be given out for regular season. Uh, but yeah, I don't, Bill Belichick, I think people just love Bill Belichick, man. It's hard to be like, dude, you're not just, you're the number one seed over and over and over again. And just because he's always there doesn't mean he shouldn't, you know, have an opportunity to be voted on for coach of the year. Right. Right. I mean, that's why we'll talk about him later when we get to the MVP vote. Tom Brady is kind of in the same category. You have a great year. But people are always like, oh, it's fucking Tom Brady. It's kind of boring voting for him. But at the same time, he's the best player, and he always gets the nod there, right? But I like your argument for uh, Doug Peterson. I think that's very good points. And um, if I had to take my L.A. Rams hat off, too, I think Doug Peterson would be right up there. And then Mike Zimmer. I mean, I think he those two would be my my next two. I would overlook Belichick as well just for those obvious reasons of he's always there. But yeah. <clears throat> Uh, that was Coach Year. McVay won in a landslide, so we don't have to worry about those other guys. Uh, defensive Player of the Year. Your options are Calais Campbell of Jacksonville, Aaron Donald, Cameron Jordan of New Orleans, DeMarco Lawrence of Dallas, Bobby Wagner, Seattle, Jalen Ramsey, Jacksonville. Um, I think, again, it's kind of easiest to pick your choices here. Uh, you're going to go Donald uh, the beast we saw him every game uh, except for the first one because he was still holding out um, but the dominance that he did there uh, was big I guess I want to keep the guesses away from you and let you really guess and go but what, what do you think happened with the results and yeah I picked Donald um, I, I don't I, I don't know if I can mentally place everybody remaining and in, in there where they would line up but uh, the only person who I would argue with uh, just kind of like I did in the last category would be Campbell from uh, Jaguars because uh, he's a beast and he's scary and you know he's somebody on that side yeah. that uh, is is arguable for that for that award probably so okay well you're so far you're pretty close Aaron Donald actually snuck this out um, with 36 percent of the vote and Clayus Campbell came in second with 31 I think we're we're seeing some Homerville here a little bit I think yeah. people have you got it vote but um, you know, Cameron Jordan got a, a vote or two. Bobby Wagner got a couple. Um, so to see it spread out a little bit. But you got Aaron Donald taking home the award. Defensive player of the year. Locked on defensive player of the year. Aaron, give me a call. I'll, I'll drop this off to you. We'll meet somewhere. <laughs> you got to collect the award, right? Is it a trophy? I mean, I'll make a trophy to get to, <laughs> if I get to meet Aaron Donald and give it to him. Right. Maybe we'll start that tweet. Uh, Bear from Lockdown Podcast is, it wants to meet up to give you your trophy. You have to accept every award in person or it doesn't count. So from there, we jump over to Offensive Player of the Year. We'll get some of these big ones just out and out and in the open. People only picked two people here. It was pretty hands down, one or the other. Um, but Todd Gurley, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Rob Gronkowski, Hopkins. These were guys you could have picked, right? Um, and it was Todd Gurley and Antonio Brown. James, your answer? You might as well, might as well just finish No this. doubt about it, Todd Gurley. Right, Todd Gurley, yeah. right? Offensive player of the year. Um, 73% Todd Gurley wins offensive player of the year. Man, are you catching a theme here so far? I think we're doing okay. Rams win, make the Pro Rams Bowl. win, Rams win. First playoff game at home in forever, Rams lose. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't this just be a, a stat game? 
We'd be so good. Well, the comeback year and going to the Super Bowl next year won't be quite as sweet unless we had this season. There you go. Got to give them a taste of it to want more. Yeah. I like it. All right, so hands down, uh, Todd Gurley won Offensive Player of the Year. Um, Let's switch it. Let's keep it on the same side, but let's go Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, Your choices are Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, Deshaun Watson, Juju Smith-Schuster. Obviously, there's Cooper no random Cup's pick. Not on the list. No Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup did not <laughs> make the list. That was my vote. Yeah, it was uh, when I saw this, and you got usually it was about five or six people to pick from. Uh, didn't make the list, and the funny thing is, the you know looking at this, I'm like, dang, it was a really stacked uh, rookie year. Yeah. I mean, just saying those names, those, all those guys are almost it could have sounded like a Pro Bowl list at some point. You know, Juju Smith-Schuster is could where I could see. Cooper filling in that role, but he finished so strong, uh, Smith-Schuster, with some big punt returns and things like that, so I think he got the nod, but, I mean, Deshaun Watson, how he started out, obviously we didn't get to see what his whole year was, right. but I think they threw him in there just because that those five, six games that he had that were so amazing, uh, and then you look at the power of Leonard Fournette and what he did running the ball, and Kareem Hunt ended up being the number one rusher in the NFL, thanks to Todd Gurley sitting out last week, but... Yeah. Um, and then Kamara, who we've seen just do crazy things on the off- offensive side of the ball. Um, what's your pick? I'd go with Kamara, but it would also be hard not to argue with Kareem Hunt, too, because he had a pretty amazing season, um, and I played against him in fantasy and was, was hurt back then. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, those are my top two. Okay, yeah, pretty good. I, that's where I was stuck between two. I think you know that's kind of the, the top of the top of the crop there. And... Uh, <laughs> I picked Kamara as well when I did my voting. Um, he just had too many wow plays. He was so mm-hmm. fun to watch. Cream Hunt did have a, a dip for a while where he seemed to be shut down. Kamara just seemed to never really you know, lose stride. Um, and Kamara won the award at 73%. Uh, second was Cream Hunt. And then uh, Deshaun Watson got a couple votes as well. Um, so you're right. So far, you're, so far you're pretty good at these. All right, I should have voted. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for letting me know. I did. I did. You, you ignored me. You like nodded. You're like, yeah, dude, that's that's pretty cool. I'll have to look into that. <laughs> and I was like, hey, James, you know we were gonna release those awards. Remember we told you about those? You're like, what awards? It's when he wants to listen. <laughs> well, doesn't it make this conversation better? It does. It's all news to me. It's all news to you. Okay, so we did offensive rookie of the year, right? So let's do defensive rookie of the year. Um, no big defensive rookie of the year for the Rams again. We also had a couple rookies that produced on the defense. We had John Johnson the third, yep, one of my did, faves. Did really well out there at safety. So uh, here was the list that you had to choose from. Marshawn Lattimore, um, Tredavious White, TJ Watt for Pittsburgh, Miles Garrett, and Jamal Adams. He was for the Jets. And then other other was always an option. Other <laughs> pulled in a couple of votes. I'm looking at one here. People I've had were two little, others already. Yeah, there's a couple bitter people. Other like you didn't say my guy. <laughs> um, that would have been my vote, just to let you know. Other okay, so you would have voted other. I'll tell you, uh, Marshawn Lattimore of New Orleans took this one home. He he did. He had, had a great year. I mean, you could have looked. Uh, T.J. Watt had a pretty fun year down in Pittsburgh. Uh, Tre'Davious White with Buffalo. He made some impact plays, uh, but. Hands down, I think Marshawn Latimer just had probably one of the better um, seasons as far as defensive rookies go. And then other pulled in some good votes there. So I think a lot of people said, you know, they had the guy on their team that, that they wanted to, um, you know, vote for. 
We got some special teams uh, stuff going on. Oh, oh, do we? I want to get back to some Rams. All right, uh, yeah, let's fill it back in. Let's fill it back in. Uh, special teams player of the year. Here are your options, which is awesome, by the way. When I got to this one, I was like, this is so cool. Uh, there were only five choices for this one, and your choices were Greg Zerline, right. Johnny Hecker, mm-hmm. Farrell Cooper, a Pro Bowlers, Justin Tucker of Baltimore. And other. That was other. it. You basically you either picked one of the three Rams or Justin <laughs> Tucker. All right, well, for Baltimore. I wanted to get back to the Rams, and I had a. But the thing is, if Special Teams Player of the Year, now it's which Rams do you pick? Mm. It's almost now you're like you want to get back to picking Rams. Well, now you got to pick out of the Rams. Uh, well, no doubt, Greg Deleg, who was on pace to have the most points in the in the year, got to vote for him. Yeah. That. Yeah, I know. I kind of was trying to make it more drama for you than it really was. <laughs> I mean, Johnny Hecker's amazing. He's a great punter, but you just we, almost, you don't want to you don't want to have him out there. Yeah, and you almost you just take a you take advantage of how awesome he is. Yeah. So last year he was so awesome because we punted so many times and we saw so many, you know, field shifting punts and inside the five crazy punts. This year he definitely had his handful of those. But we're the number one offense league. He didn't punt like he punted two years ago. And he still made the Pro Bowl. And he still made the Pro Bowl because he's still good. Every time he does punt, it's amazing. And Farrell Cooper, sorry, two, those drops, man. I just, oh, man. Nope, I knew you had to go there. Had to go there, huh? He had a great season. <laughs> but, yes, those drops are what live in our brain right Broke now. Broke my heart. Saw him on some uh, social media stuff down at the Pro Bowl. And, like, it's good to see him out smiling, hanging out with the boys, getting back to football, and not, like, it's like you. It's, but when I saw him, that's what I was like a little bit. I was like, ah! yeah. I was still like, I haven't. I'm gonna I, hold that grudge all off season. I'm gonna be able to let go at some point. But I'm still. When I saw him, I was a little, a little pissed off. But in inside, I was happy because I was like, he's happy though. But yeah. he's happy. He forgave himself. Yeah, he forgave himself. <laughs> well, the results are in, James. I just tallied the numbers, and it is Greg Zerling. Oh my goodness! Hands down, winner. Um. I think people are a little mad at this point when you're in the special teams voting um, because Justin Tucker of Baltimore was the second pick. And maybe they were having that same conversation as us. It's like, Johnny Hecker's good, but like, what did he really do? And Farrell Cooper, all they remember him for is fumbling because they Fumble didn't, Cooper. Yeah, they didn't follow him all season to see some of those great things. Yeah, he was talked about, but to make the list over the NFL, with, did his name travel to the end of the, you know, yeah. New England to get there? Um, but... Justin Tucker, another guy who scores points, so they went that route. So Justin Tucker came in second, so another win for the Rams. Pretty fun right. stuff. Love it. Um, most improved player, okay? Jared Goff, obviously a huge turnaround for him. Carson Wentz was on the list um, and received some votes, but, I mean, I didn't think he had all too bad of a last year, but he did kind of fade, so he came back, and then obviously when you're going for an MVP season maybe you kind of are like well that's an improvement yeah uh so i get it i guess case keenum we all saw that and then adam thielen as well uh for the vikings kind of out of nowhere story he was on the team last year you know unrestricted free agent no one picked him up undrafted the whole deal um who's your pick most improved 
Well, I'm going to just do my top two like I've been doing. Okay, top gonna, two. It. Since I didn't vote, I'm just going to break the rules, go other, and have two votes for each one. So, okay. Uh, no doubt about it, I think we all know Jared Goff yeah. had the best comeback this year. But I want to give a lot of credit to Case Keenum, too. Okay. Because he, he had a pretty crappy year last year, and he, he was amazing this year for the Vikings. Yeah. And except for that last game, he was super impressive and really important to that offense, even though he didn't get a lot of credit from the coach and the media. And the media. I mean, a lot of people weren't really giving him the credit he deserved but he had a great turnaround so um of course jared goff that was amazing but uh, goff and keenum a close close yeah, second Wentz, i agree with you it's like he had a, he had an amazing season but it, he didn't have a crappy season enough he didn't have a bad enough season before that to kind of justify and compare him to what goff and keenum went through well someone just tapped me on the shoulder and handed me the envelope so <laughs> let me open it up here and read it and the winner goes to Jared Goff, quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams. Again, Jared, we're going to have to meet up with the trophy. Uh, you have to collect it for this award to go through. Um, but he won 47% of the votes. So the only award we didn't get was Rookie of the Year. There's, a, there's I, got, I got two more to go. We got two more to go. We'll recap then. <laughs> but we are winning. Stay tuned. Yeah, we're winning a lot here. Carson Wentz was the number two vote getter. I think people just when you when you're going for that when you have that MVP type season and last year you didn't I guess that is the most improved but I get it he had an amazing season but I went with kind of biggest turnaround from last year to this year and I think that was Jared Goff I mean the man went 0 for seven uh, it felt like he had 15 completions last year and now yeah. you know he, he passed for over 3,000 yards he was amazing he was um, you know set. Rams records for touchdowns and Jared Goff big winner Carson Wentz number two uh, your boy Case Keenum came in third all right well, uh, no vote for other in my this book one. yeah no vote for other <laughs> I, you know other had the best turnaround here the Suns rise in Orlando but their playoff hopes set in the West from our local experts to your ears these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. Despite finishing a perfect 8-0 in the NBA bubble, the Phoenix Suns are leaving without a playoff berth. Check out Locked On Suns today for a postmortem on an amazing run by Devin Booker and company. That's all thanks to tiebreakers and a Karis LeVert jumper that rimmed out, giving the Portland Trail Blazers a win and a meeting with the Memphis Grizzlies in a play-in series for the Western Conference 8th seed. That begins on Saturday. Beginning today, all of the Locked On NBA playoff teams will be previewing the playoffs with special crossover shows. Scout your team and your opponent on the Locked On Podcast Network. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Locked On Fantasy Football with your Locked On Fantasy Football Edge of the Day. Tight end is a prime position for finding fantasy football sleeper value in 2020. After George Kittle and Travis Kelsey go off the board early, don't worry. You can wait and still get some great return for a starter at the position. The two prime targets both have HH for initials, the Chargers Hunter Henry and the Falcons Hayden Hurst. A healthy Henry can have a monster downfield receiving season for new QB Tyrod Taylor and carries high TD upside. As for Hurst, he's stepping right into the productive spot vacated by Austin Hooper in Atlanta as key support to Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley. Trust in Henry a little earlier and Hurst a little later to give you some pleasing tight end one results. 
Get the edge in your fantasy football league every day by listening to Locked On Fantasy Football on your preferred podcast provider. All right, well, we didn't forget about the, the big wigs, the guys behind the scene, right? We did the coach of the year, um, executive of the year, we also voted on. So um, I don't know if you know some of these guys. Yeah, I, might I not know these I names. definitely didn't. Um, but, you know, obviously start with our guy uh, here in L.A., Les Sneed. Then we had Rick Spielman of Minnesota, Tom Coughlin of Jacksonville, David Caldwell of Jacksonville. Apparently they're both there. They're uh, one-two combo. <laughs> um, and then Howie Roseman of Philadelphia. So executive of the year. What are your thoughts? Somebody who I would never say this about the previous year, but Les Snee, of course, because he hired Mr. Sean McVay. And I think some those moves and the trickle-down effect of that decision it was the reason we had the year we had. So, And it was an amazing year scoring the most points in the NFL per game. So uh, that and a few of those names I don't even recognize. So yeah, um, I, I guess I'd, my second vote would have Tom Coughlin because he really did a good job with Jacksonville this year, turning their season around a bit. And um, uh, and that was a great offseason move on their part too. So Yeah, that's crazy, James. I totally agree with you on some of that. And, and man, to think back two years ago, for you guys listening to me and James, if you haven't checked it out, are doing another podcast, Rams podcast, which we've done for two years now. It's where it all started between the two of us. And... Early in those days, we were talking about Les Snead and Jeff Fisher going yeah. hand in hand into the the season last year, being with the number one pick. Yeah, with the number the one NFL pick, they made the big moves, the big change out here that they were gonna live and die together. Like if if Fisher was gone, Snead was right there with them. He's the one that gave him the big contract, the whole deal, right? Um, and Les Snead has, I mean, he could really be best comeback. Uh, executive of the year right. or kind of as the a combo award of the yeah year, these because two. it wasn't too long where a lot of people were calling for his head and it's funny watching twitter and people are going thanks so much less need and yeah. how quick it turns around because he was uh had a big target on his back for the longest time and then he did the thing that saved his job and that was you mentioned it hiring and sean was a, a kind of a risky move if you think about it and then comboed that with some of the free agency that they were able to put together there and then he nailed a draft and then jared goff came back and started performing and all of a sudden it looked like he got last year's draft right so all of a sudden it went from like did he screw up give away too much to looking over his last two drafts he's done a really good job uh drafting players and seeing talent and then getting the number one coaching prospect that year basically with mcveigh and landing him and being right you know everyone's like he's young he's offensive mind and then it goes well mm-hmm. um it's hard for me not to being the homer uh vote less sneed which i did um <laughs> but he didn't win and my second vote probably would have been pretty close to you um howie roseman was another one that i was kind of like yeah i mean he's done some great things they've had a lot of turnaround there they also picked a top quarterback in the last couple of years and then what they've done with that offense and the turnaround and the injury to be able to come and come through that and fill a deep roster so that when you do get injured you make it as far as you do so he was right. up there for me uh, but tom coughlin what he did with uh, jacksonville and making them a playoff team and coming down there and really changing the attitude and bringing that toughness and that uh if you're five minutes early means you're 10 minutes late type of you yeah. know feel to it um so i'd give some props to him but the winner uh, voted by the Locked On Network was Howie Roseman of Philadelphia. Um, he won it at 42%. Uh, votes were kind of trickled around. Uh, Les Snead kind of came in at about 10%. Uh, again, I think uh, you hear that name. Maybe they don't 
maybe it doesn't resonate as much as it does out here, or yeah. they think he didn't do anything. It was McVeigh, and, and the rest is history. But um, Howie Roseman, uh, Philadelphia, took that one home. Executive of the year. All these guys on this list are just poor, and nothing goes well for them. <laughs> sure hope it works out for you guys. <laughs> Here's like another award from Locked On. And speaking of another award, we'll finish with the MVP. You know who's on the list. It's Tom Brady, it's Todd Gurley, Carson Wentz, Tony O'Brown, Russell Westbrook, and then even Ben Rothsberger and Case Keenan was thrown in there for fun. Interesting. Case didn't get any votes. Spoiler <laughs> alert. What about Wilson? Um, we'll get there, my friend. Um, your pick, I think we've gone over this. If it's a Ram and we were impressed by them, they're going to get the vote. I think the only one that we would have gone away from would even if cooper cup was involved i don't think i would have picked for him uh for offensive rookie of the year wow and then the executive it was kind of i didn't really know so i threw it over to lesney but other than that if a ram was on the list i felt pretty good about owning that that uh award well i'm gonna go that same route because there's no doubt about it that todd Gurley was the mvp of the year for me you sure you don't want to take tom brady he's the golden boy and I'm, i'm sure he'll probably win this uh but no todd Gurley. Uh, the way he played the season, the impact that he had on this team, and the points that he scored, and the yards he got, I think he is, without a doubt, the NFL MVP. So be interested to find All out right. who won your award. But um, yeah, you know, well, speaking of things going good for people, I don't know about if Brady needs another. Yeah, seriously. And um, I did, too, pick Todd Gurley, had to represent. I want to see these awards come over to Rams Nation as much as we could. So, um, and I think Todd Gurley, as we look at the numbers, what he did, it was just, it was just amazing. He closed out the season too. You know, Tom Brady kind of limped into, um, statistically into kind of taking home this crown, but he was voted the winner, um, with 42% of the votes. Todd Gurley was 31. And then we had a few others kind of trinkling. Carson Wentz pulled a couple votes. Okay. Ben, those guys are Ben, also. I'm looking at you, he Ben. We're at our heels for the Locked On uh, Awards. And then uh, Antonio Brown picked up a couple. Russell Wilson didn't. Ben Rosberger didn't. That doesn't surprise me. Case Keenum didn't. That doesn't surprise me either. Um, but Todd Gurley was close, not too far behind, um, only about 10, 10% behind. Uh, but Tom Brady take it home again, another award going to New England. But if you want to recap, so if you want to do a recap, I and mean, we had nine awards and the Rams took home five of them. Wow, not too bad. Not too bad. Again, I would trade every single one of those awards for a playoff victory. I'm sure the guys would too, but uh, I'm going to be contacting you, everybody, to come pick up your <laughs> award. I will make a trophy by hand uh, if it means you'll come pick it up. But I thought that was pretty cool uh, that we're doing that on the Locked On Network. Guys, I talked about it before, but if you haven't checked it out, make sure. Uh, we've got plenty of other things going on in the Locked On Network. We have Locked On NBA going on. So if you have a team, go check them out. Every team's got one. We also have a Locked On NFL that talks purely over the whole NFL. Um, those guys are down, as I mentioned yesterday, in Mobile, Alabama right now, doing some Senior Bowl stuff. So the network is strong. We're doing great things. I thought this was fun. And it was pretty cool to see the rest of the nation uh, basically give us five awards. And they knew what was going on here in L.A. Saw some good things happening. So it was pretty fun. Uh, James, again, appreciate it for you coming on. Uh, We do have one last thing. Don't forget, it's mybookie.ag. Go check it out. Use promo code LOCKEDON when signing up. And you're going to get 100% of your deposit matched right away. 
Uh, some cool things going on over there. They have odds on everything, literally everything. Live betting and an all new prop builder. Basically, create your own betting slip. I mean, me and James, we talked about it before. Uh, if you think LeBron's going to score 30 or have 10 assists or, you know, when we get in the Super Bowl, who's going to have 10 catches and yardage and stuff like that, my bookie allows you to put your money where your mouth is. Create your own bet from your desktop, tablet, um, or any mobile device. So anywhere, anytime, they're going to take your bet. My bookie offers the fastest no-hassle payout as well, too. That's what I love about it. Two days. You're going to get your payout and your money back if you win. So you play, you win, you get paid. It's simple as that. MyBookie.ag. Use promo code locked on. Are you with me, James? All right. Got my pencil and paper. I'm ready. All right. He's so enthused at this point. <laughs> well, James, I'll save you. It's Friday. I know you want to clock out here and go catch a beer. Um, <coughs> excited for next week. It is actually Super Bowl week. I'm going to reach out to some of those boys out there in New England and Philadelphia, see if anyone's giving me 10 minutes to talk about what's going on in the city. Uh, guys, don't forget to reach out at LA underscore Rambling Bear, Locked on Rams. Don't forget James at jkroger3. Don't forget the three. There's two others out there that would love a follow, but this guy's the one who wants it and needs it. Also, Rams Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, and Gmail. LockedOnRams at gmail.com. Appreciate it as always. We'll be back next week on Tuesday to get back to our routine of Tuesday, Thursday, Friday for the offseason. So appreciate it. And until next time, Rams Nation, peace. Hey, Locked On listeners. You already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fancy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fancy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.